This is Saturday morning's must-listen format. The Melbourne Racing Panel. Working through the meeting at the Valley, we're on a good four with the rail true Mark Hunter, Harry White and Jamie Rogers from the tab and one via the SMS, Mark, from Steve, a regular contributor. Thanks, Steve. He's wondering a little bit of background on the, the trainer and jockey combination for Rock Melody in uh, a race we've just looked at, race three, Ricardo Munier and Jacques Lux. So I suppose you'd say, Mark, in recent times, they haven't been regular visitors to the Saturday city meetings as they are today with Rock Melody. No, Ricardo's loaded the float up today, Warren. He's got um, got the double horse float happening today with uh, St. Best in race four as well. That's a, Actually, every time Ricardo has a runner, Jacques seems to be the rider. And Rock Melody, from my memory, is an ex-Hayes horse, I think, and had a few starts for him. It'd been going well to it before that win at Stony Creek. You'd think he would have its work cut out. But it was first winner for, I can't remember how long, but it was a long, long time for Ricardo. Hope that helps you, Steve, with... Uh, Ricardo training out of his base at Pakenham. Race four on the card at the Valley today is over 1,500 metres, a three-year-old benchmark 70, and we take out number one, Test the Law. How's the market look here, Jamie? Well, Warren, we have a very, very popular runner in this race, and in fact, she is the best-backed runner now on the program. I was just having a look at the money holds during the break, and the money's just continuing to roll in for Shuffle Dancer. But we'll start with the two. Michelotti is currently at $8.50. The three proprietary is at 8 The four running on time at 7 has seen some support, but it's significantly less than the favourite. The five, A77, is at 26 So that favourite, Shuffle Dancer, is at $1.60. And, Warren, it really is just pretty much one-way traffic towards her. The seven field the moments at six, and then the eight, St. Best, is a big outsider at 201. Gee, she's getting in tight now. Mark, how do you think the race might shape up for Shuffle Dancer? Well, I think she'll probably settle second last, Warren. Uh, looking at the map I've got, I've got, you know, field the moment from one handy, Mitchellotti handy, proprietary could lead. A 77 led the other day, and running on time led the other day. So Shuffle Dancer, to my eye, settles second last with St. Best out the back. I think it's got a bit on him, Shuffle Dancer. It, I'd be very surprised if it doesn't win. It comes to a race that we've seen Ballet Rich, Electric Bell, Jennifer Wish, Forrest Diamond, all run fantastic out of it. And you could argue Shuffle Dancer was the best run in the race. I think it's simply going to be a matter of B. Mallum steering the right path from the 600 metres to the home turn, and Shuffle Dancer will win and win easily. Uh, place chances to number two, Michelotti, who is getting fitter, gets a great run from the draw with a two kilo claim. Four running on time. Unimpressive debut win. Went to Mornington against the weak field. Led all the way. This is harder, but it's on the improve. And maybe number seven field the moment who scooted around Cranbourne. This is a harder task here with a horse like Shuffle Dancer chasing. I think it'll just win and win easily. Six, two, four, and seven. Your thoughts here, Harry? Yeah, look, I just, I'm with Shuffle Dancer. Look, there was so much to like about the maiden win of her two runs back. Then she was a little tardily away last start, but was really eye-catching running on to second. Uh, the sectional data backed up that effort. Second fastest last 400-metre split of the meeting, and Mark's touched on the, the subsequent form lines via that race that have obviously read very well. I think the rise and trip will only play into her favour. I suppose one chink in the armour is that she will be back near enough to last, but that's not the be-all end-all over 1,500 metres. I think a well-timed ride. I just think that she is clearly the... The class runner of, of the race, field the moment, uh, was well-backed, absolutely thrashed them last start. I thought based on that, looks progressive. Um, not sure how that measures up against Shuffle Dancer, but still deservedly taking its place. Similar story with Proprietary, who 
impressed me in his debut win, um, and we don't know what sort of ceiling he has yet. A77, no market ex- expectation, but uh, it did win well at Benalla. There's obviously a bit more depth here. I thought running on time will won both starts. Winning form's good form. Again, there's a little bit more depth. Mitchell Lottie's hard fit now, but um, Shuffle Dance is clearly the horse that they have to beat. $1.65, short enough, but is it justifiable? Uh, I tend to think so. So for those that are happy to dive in or or play multis, I think Shuffle Dancer is probably one of the, the better bets or the safer bets for your multi-anchors uh, of the day. Six, seven, three, five. Yeah, I think uh, she's been well found by many punters and, and form analysts, and understandably so. The only negative for me now is she is getting in very tight. Thought she was clearly the, the most likely winner, though, and she'll settle that little bit off the speed, but she'll just uh, storm through the, the field, you would think, or even around the field. And I think she'll be winning, number six, Shuffle Dancer. Seventh field the moment, I thought, came through a high-pressure race first up and then controlled an easier race last start, but won well. I think she can hold a spot from that inside draw and at least give a sight. Running on time, was able to control the race at Mornington last start, taking that rise out of maiden grade. She's got that wider draw here, but she does look to be progressive. She'll probably roll forward. And I thought number two, Michelotti, getting fitter third up, might be next best with the claim for Carlene Heffel. My numbers are six, seven, four and two. Harry White with six, seven, three and five. Mark Hunter's numbers in race four, six, two, four and seven. We're out to 2,040 metres, the Cox Plate start for race five on the card at the Valley today. A benchmark, 78. It's scratching is just number 11, Koi Hoy. How does the market look here in race five, Jamie? So we've got a bit of money in this race, Warren, and one horse at odds has seen some support. So we'll start with the one, Aaron Bay, at $8.50. The two, Ain't No Deal Done, is the current equal favourite at $4. The four, Chandon Burge, is the best-backed runner at this stage at $5.50. Highland Jack has seen a little bit of support at six fifty. The horse at odds that I mentioned is the nine prospectus at $16 and is one of the better backed runners in this race. And then that equal favourite is the nephew at $4. It's had a little bit of interest, but not as much as those other runners I mentioned. How do you think they might run along here, Harry? Yeah, I didn't think that there was necessarily going to be any sort of cutthroat speed. I thought Aaron Bay, Shandon Burge will go forward. Zoltan probably parked off them, uh, independent road. Uh, off them as well. It's um, I, I'm a bit worried because the horse I like is likely to uh, settle back near enough to last. That's uh, ain't no deal done. Uh, and one of the other market elects who I also think is a good chance the nephew is likely to be worse than midfield as well. So I think that uh, the tactics in running and, and luck in running will, will be key. But ain't no deal done. I just don't think probably had the momentum to those that were out wider last start, went up in Sydney. But his closing effort at Sandown two back was really impressive. And the form through that's been franked with the winner right you are and third place get a Princess Rainey's both subsequently winning their next start. Um, and if we're talking about form that ties in with other form, that form ties in at arm's length with the nephew uh, who finished 1.6 lengths off right you are. Aaron Bay won and beat home the nephew at the start of December. Independent road finished behind the nephew last start. It's all intertwining. It's a bit of a, a cluster there, Warren, but... I do think that if Ain't No Deal Done with Mark Zara and for the Friedman times he's run correctly, that he's found a really, really nice race, especially I just keep going back to that Sandown run two starts back and he just closed off so well um, and I think there were a few excuses up in Sydney. So I think 4.20, it is an open field. I can see that as the market reflects, but I'm happy to be with him. It just hopefully he's not a mile back in the run. He will get back, but 
just a time a well timed run can see him come over the top. So ain't no deal done. I do think the nephew has a good chance as well, and um, it certainly doesn't end there. I've gone two, ten, one, and eight. Question from Jeff via SMS relevant to this race. I'll pose it to you first, Harry, and, and then to Mark. Uh, Aaron Bay. Good. Jeff, he thinks he might be more capable with tracks with given it. He also faces the challenge of getting out to 2,040 metres today. Firstly, to address, address Jeff's question, Harry, how do you see Aaron Bay on good rated tracks as opposed to tracks with some given them? Yeah, look, he certainly does appear to like a bit of give in the track, but that's not to say that he can't handle a good surface. We saw him win at Packenham three starts back uh, over the mile in a 78. I think my biggest concern with him um, is the other query about him running out a 2,000 metre trip because he likes to settle on speed. Um, I'm just, I'm not convinced that he'll be suited over 2,000 metres, but he's hard fit now, um, deserving of, of his chance to, to run it out. But I do think that um, he is really best suited and he's a, a mile specialist. So I'm not, I'm not too concerned about um, the good surface. Probably look a little bit better if it was a soft five, but I don't think a good four will pose any issue. My bigger concern uh, is the other query about him running out a strong 2,000 metres. Mark, in particular, how do you see that the track surface for Aaron Bay today? No, I don't think that's an issue, Warren. If you look at probably the two, you'd call them maybe substandard runs this time in, one was first up, so you forgive it that at Cranbourne on the good three, and then at Flemington, I just think two starts ago, I just think they got the tactics completely wrong, but you go back through his form, he raced well on soft ground, he's raced well on good ground as well. I'm completely with Harry. I think the issue for Aaron Bay will be the 2,000 metres. I wouldn't be concerned about a good track. How are you playing this race? I think the nephew's an each way special. It'll just need some luck in the run. I can see it buried back uh, midfield with probably five, six horses in front of it. But you've got Michael D, who's terrific at weaving his way through the traffic. And if the nephew can just get a clean break from the 600 to the home turn and get off the fence, I think it won't miss. It was terrific here two ago in a leader's race running fifth, went to Sandown, and River Plate just dictated the race up front, making it too hard to run down. Senior jockey here, gate one, I think the nephew won't miss to beat number five, Highland Jack, who was a good ride last time, a strong win, ran on well at Flemington before that, can run well again. Two ain't no deal done. Done nearly all of its racing on big tracks. Gets to the valley here, which is a little query. I think it'll settle near enough to last in the run and just need things to go right. The horse is going well. And then eight independent road who was just half a run short two runs ago, then bombed the start and got into an awful spot at Sandown last time. I heard the Hayes boys say it's going forward. It's going to need some luck to get across if that's the case. So it'll just need things to go right early. I think with any luck, 10 won't miss. 10, 5, 2 and 8. Mark Hunter on each way, special 10, the nephew, ahead of 5, 2 and 8. Harry White's numbers 2, 10, 1 and 8. Seeing the race very similarly to Mark in that happy to play the, the nephew each way here, getting back out to the 2040. Going to need a little bit of ducking and weaving from Mickey D, but I think each way the nephew is the way to play the race. Head of two, ain't no deal done, who probably didn't have much luck in Sydney last start, but ran well. His form ties in with a number of these through some strong form lines being helped before heading to Sydney. Five Highland Jack was a terrific ride, just had the last crack last time and unable to, to win getting Fighting Arrow on the line. It was a terrific performance from, from Highland Jack and ticked the, the box out to this distance range. Eight independent road. He might be better on more spacious tracks, Flemington and uh, and Sandown on the hillside circuit, but I think he's going well and if he is able to run to his best from that wider draw, then I think he's in the mix. 
10, 2, 5 and 8 for me in race 5. First leg of the Quaddy, race 6 on the card at the Valley this afternoon. It's over 1,200 metres. A benchmark 64. Take out number 4, Anilla and Hong Bao, who both went around at Rapid Racing at Flemington. Anilla are able to win there at Flemington yesterday. What's the market looking like to kick the Quaddy off, Jamie? So we have a very dominant favourite here, Warren, who's currently holding four times more than anything else in this race and one of the better backed runners of the entire program. And I'm talking about number two, Ice Picnic, currently at $2.50. And then the support goes a little bit wider to some other horses. We've got number six, Bongolet, at $21. The eight in the Haas, currently at $5.50, is seen a bit of interest at that price. But the other runner that's seen support is the nine. She's booming, currently at $9.50, and would be the second best backed runner in this race. And the 10, Ventiane, at $12, has also been popular at that price. It's going to be some reasonable speed in, in this race. You can see Swift hit being forward, pushing forward from that draw. She's booming. Another one likely to hold a spot from the inside. I don't think the Haas will be that far away from the absolute inside draw. Blink has come off Harbin, but you'd think he can uh, he can settle somewhere midfield or so and, and work through the field. And I'd be surprised if Ice Pick Nick doesn't come across in typical Jamie Carr fashion, begin well, just get into a nice rhythm. I can see him in a in a forward position with Jamie just assessing her options as the, the field gets into their settling positions. And I think Ice Pick Nick's the, the one to beat. He was just held up at a crucial stage last start. He's had the benefit of recent racing. Jamie Carr aboard. I think this is a great race for Ice Pick Nick. I think Harbin with the blinkers off will settle better. Claim for Tommy Stockdale from the inside draw. Looks the main danger to my eye. Six Vongolet, you could forgive the two most recent runs. He was covering ground and wide at Cranbourne last start and he just never got a crack at them behind Magnum Bullet here two starts ago. So I think he's going well, much better than his form card suggests. And eight the Haas was an easier race, but one in good style. You'd think there's some fitness improvement there and Celine Gaudre getting some good opportunities for Julius Sandu and other stables. I think the Haas is definitely a trifecta first four player. Two, one, six and eight for me in the first leg of the quaddy. Mark, how are you seeing it? Same exact, Warren, two from one. Uh, number two, Ice Pick Nick, fitter for the two runs back. Uh, didn't handle the heavy track there first up and just got strung up in traffic second up. I'm not sure it would have won the race, but maybe it would have finished closer. It's fitter. It's got a tricky little draw. Sort of the five gates inside it can all race relatively handy. So it does need some early luck, Ice Pick Nick. If it gets that, it's the one to beat. I think number one, Harbin, will improve a lot with the blinkers off. Just too keen last time. You would imagine it drops down to the fence behind the house and... Just waits to get clear. It's going to be strong at 1,200 metres. They're the two I'm focusing on for the quaddy. Next best, number three, Lord Paramount, who I don't know if it runs a strong 1,200 metres, but gets a good run just behind them. And the two leaders, the Haas and Cheese Booming. I went for the Haas just because it's drawn inside, might push forward and lead. So two from one for me, then three and eight. How are you seeing the first leg of the quaddy, Harry? Oh, yeah, I've made Ice Picnic my, uh, my best of the day, Warren. Just got pocketed uh, when trying to build momentum into the race. I reckon if he had gotten that gap, I agree with Mike, might uh, not have won, but would have definitely been closer to the finish. The horse is hard fit now, third up. I just uh, agree about that draw. Just might need luck. Uh, if that happens, I think Ice Picnic is is very well placed, primed to strike. I, I agree with the market support. I thought the Haas was really good first up. Was there to be beaten, and he was actually drawing away through the line. Gets three kilos off with Celine Gordray on. Um, yeah, just pending the last run of Harbin, as Mark touched on. Too keen in the run. Blinkers come off. Win prior was solid. She's booming. Bit of a perennial place getter, but has only missed one minor money finish in four starts at the track. And uh, I'd be remiss to leave that runner 
out of the quaddy. Um, even though I am keen on Ice Picnic, I think that luck and running will be key. Um, so I think that that horse, at the, I suppose, the best horse at a price in the race. But uh, I am keen, all things being equal and even with Ice Picnic, to, to get the job done. I've gone 2, 8, 1 and 9. Mick via the SMS has got a question about a horse that hasn't had a mention yet, but from one of our leading stables in the James Cummings stable. Harry, how did you go lining up the form for Ventian coming down from Sydney to this race? Yeah, well, I had a look um, at Ventian, and who's had a jump out between runs, and going back through that Sydney form, um, obviously it's always a little bit hard to line up, but looking through that form and having the jump out between runs, I thought that it would be good enough to to measure up I suppose if I had a fifth pick in the race or I wanted to go a little bit wider than than Ventian would be would be the runner that I that I had in for fifth place and I think that it could set up nicely especially with a few horses wanting to go forward um, Ventian has gone forward in the past but can also sit back so I do like the the tactical versatility um, of that horse and I actually don't mind barrier 11 because other horses will be pushing forward I think Blake Shin can get her into a nice enough spot so um, if that was a horse you were keen on via the Sydney form I uh, certainly wouldn't talk you out of chucking her into wider exotics or your quaddies and the like How do you assess her Mark? I uh, won the maiden on the heavy warren on debut and I thought has been getting pretty much every chance there in those recent races in Sydney I thought it might be cast from the gate First leg of the quaddy, Mark Hunter's numbers 2, 1, 3 and 8. Harry White with numbers 2, 8, 1 and 9. My numbers of the first leg of the quaddy are 2, 1, 6 and 8. It's 20 to 9, Melbourne form panel.